Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This cough is just the gift that keeps on giving. Just like stories like this. Chris Bailey, who is with the IMPD, according to reporting from Richard Richard Essex over at Wish TV, says the Crime Gun Task Force has seized 366 firearms and arrested 264 people in 2023. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. We're at the end of the cold. We're feeling better. But sometimes the coughing fits come, and I apologize for that. They're going to send the firearms for processing uh, in, in the lab. That info gets sent to the FBI, to the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives for entry into a national database. As Richard Essex reports, of the 366 seized firearms, all but 31 had been used in a firearm-related crime. Now, this is a story about police doing their job. And I like stories about police doing their job. And if you have people who are prohibited possessors, shouldn't be having a firearm because of previous uh, felonies, etc. I don't want them to have a firearm. If we've got rules, I want them followed, which is exact is one of the reasons why, of course, Hunter Biden needs to be prosecuted. You do you you create the issue. You you have a firearm when you're not supposed to have one. Now you want to argue? Well, we shouldn't have laws that say you shouldn't have one. It's a different subject. Right now, we do have the laws. The prosecutions are fine. Let's at least be clear about the police doing their job and us saying good. The question is. What prosecutions will come? What comes next? Where does this translate to the safety? If, if IMPD is going to put the story out there, if, if they're going to tout these things, can we ask the following question? The people who had the firearms, the people who, who should not have had them. What's happening to them? Are they being charged? Are they being prosecuted? Is this happening on a federal level as you talk about giving things to a national database? Or is this a local level and we now have to look at the prosecutor, Ryan Mears, and find out which cases are getting prosecuted and aren't? My point here, and 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 I'm not this is not anger with Richard Essex or anybody else. We have half a story here. What we would like is the the completion. 
We would like the ending. We would like the third act. Who's going to be prosecuted for the crimes? How does that part work? Or is this IMPD saying, look at what we're doing, and then, oh, well, we can't control the rest of it. Crap happens. And Indianapolis continues to be a problematic place. I want to applaud the good police work, but I want to know what happens next. If someone could tell me, that would be great. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Tying Ukraine funding to the southern border. People may not like it, but here we are. And ranking these things, I think, is absolutely fine. Some people might tell you that you don't rank them. They're equally important and they have to get funded. I don't think Americans see it that way. I think Americans would see the southern border as the first thing to fund because it's the United States' southern border. And as we've stated many times, the border is the biggest story. It, it clearly is because it connects to all the other ones. You think China is the biggest story? The border connects to China, whether we're talking about fentanyl or whether we're talking about fully grown men, Chinese nationals crossing the border, and we're letting them in. That's insane. It would be equally insane to let fully grown men, single men from Colombia into the country. We allow that in Nicaragua and, and Venezuela and a host of other places. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Huge mistake. The border is the story. We want to talk about drugs, fentanyl, border is the story. We want to talk about what's happening in Israel with the terrorist uh, outfit Hamas that murdered 1,200 and started a war. Who's now in the country? What terrorist cells have already been allowed in? The border's the story. It's why on Tony Katz today, I've been doing Border Week, presented by Americans for Prosperity, sharing stories about the, the intransigence of Congress and the multi steps, the multiple steps that are needed in order to have a secure, smart border. But right now, people are very focused because DC, you've got the Democrats saying that these uh, Republicans are intransigent. And they need to come with some reasonable proposals. Reasonable proposals is do what we want. That's what Democrats mean. And Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and others are saying, look, fund the border, you'll get some Ukraine money. This is how we're doing it. But if you just want to fund the border straight, we can do that too. Well, wait, that's me saying it. Because I'd be fine with that. But this was the Speaker on uh, with Brett Baer. I just thought it was a, a pretty good... Breakdown of the situation, the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. An understanding of where these parties are at, where people are at on this subject. Because we're going to hear this as the Republicans are doing this and the Republicans are doing that. Let's make sure we've all got a baseline. Even those of us who disagree about funding for Ukraine, because I'm one of the people who thinks that we should provide bullets, and weapons and tanks to Ukraine. I'm not paying for anybody's retirement fund. And I think it's very acceptable to ask, where's the money going? What have we spent? Where is where is those, that cash right now? 
Tell me how many bank accounts Zelensky has. I think it's very acceptable to ask those questions. I think the people denying those questions or, 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 or saying that those questions don't matter, that, that's unserious. But I want you to hear where Speaker Johnson is coming from regarding the White House and the unwillingness of the Democrats to engage on the border subject. Sure significant steps that are happening, negotiations still going on uh, with Secretary Mayorkas and others in the administration about changes? Uh, Well, I hope so. Uh, Look, I've been crystal clear about this. You know, if we're going to have a national security package of spending, national security begins at our own border. This is about our own sovereignty. Um, These are policy changes that could be easily made, uh, but the White House has been very reluctant. Uh, They they really went silent on us uh, all of this time. Now, I've been the speaker for a little over six weeks, almost seven weeks, and since the day I I was handed the gavel, I've been saying that this was the condition, uh, that we had to do this first. And and we passed a HR2, the House passed our bill six months ago. It's been sitting on the desk of Chuck Schumer ever since. They've not taken us seriously, and here we are at the end of the year, and now they're saying we've run out of time. It's not the House's fault. Yeah, here is uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell on the timing of all this. Take a listen. They're leaving at the end of the week, so all I have said is practically impossible, even though we reach an agreement to craft it get it through the Senate, get it through the House before Christmas. That doesn't mean it's not important. And even though we've been emphasizing the border, I want to remind everybody of the importance of Ukraine. So just logistically, is it would you send the House home and then call them back if there's a deal, or just punt everything to January? Um, Look, the House will do its work if there was a deal, but it has not materialized. And as of tonight, uh, they have given us the cold shoulder. So they're ignoring this, uh, what I believe is the top priority of the American people. It doesn't matter where I've been in the country over the last few weeks, Brett, uh, whether I'm in New York or the southeast or out west, they all say the same thing. They're deeply concerned about what's happening. We had 12,000 people come over that border one day last week and Wednesday. If you look at the statistics from October, November, and so far in December, more people have crossed that border illegally since any entire year during the Obama administration. It is not a sustainable situation. It is uh, harming our country in ways that are uh, hard to describe, and we have to get on top. So what's the red line when it comes to border policy to get the supplemental through? Listen, the, the House's position is H.R. 2. It has very important provisions like asylum reform, parole reform, the end of the uh, catch and release policies. The and if they don't go all the way to H.R. 2, could they get someplace that's satisfactory? It's, it's, that's our position, but they have yet to come back and even volley anything over the net. So that's our position, and we've been very resolute about that. Now, if you didn't catch that part at the end from Speaker Mike Johnson, we would actually negotiate but they haven't even begun to talk to us. There's a plan. There's a, there's a bill. They haven't even begun to try. The border is the subject. And I would like to see more candidates, Trump and DeSantis and Haley, although, I mean, we're not going to talk about the polling. The polling says it'll be Trump talking about the subject in more detail. But the pressure here should be on the Democratic Party to start moving towards this. And they're not. And so I like the exchange 
Because, A, I do think it's true that people are discussing this everywhere. And the intransigence is great. There, we have to be focused on this subject, regardless of Ukraine funding. But if you're upset that Republicans have tied Ukraine funding to the border, it's because they're trying to get something done, and they control the House. So what does it matter? You're telling them they're not allowed to do what, of course, they're allowed to do. And by the way, what they should do, ensuring that the border gets important looks, that we change policy for the better, because what we have now is simply nonsense. It's nonsense. It's child's play. How many more stories do you want me to give you over the last few days about uh, the overwhelming nature of people bring, uh, coming to the border? Remote Arizona border crossings, we're talking about a place called Lukeville. Thousands of people showing up at a time. Border Patrol cannot keep up. Whatever you change came from, uh, you know, the ending of Title 42 and that first month or so when border crossing slowed down, that's over. This is the subject. And it does, it, it, it doesn't look like it is clear that the Democrats have no interest. And the Republicans are not doing a good enough job in making this the story it needs to be. Matt Bear, let me ask you a question. I should have let Matt Bear know I was going to ask him a question. He could be busy doing important traffic things. By the way, if you follow Matt on Twitter, Matt in Traffic, you'll see an absolutely incredible video of uh, Nigel running into a doorway. Was that Nigel? I, well, he was dressed as Santa on oh. like one of those scooters, like one of those hoverboards. Oh, okay. I things. didn't know that was him. I need to apologize. I, yeah. I only assumed it was Nigel. I didn't ask. Go uh, to Matt and Traffic on the Twitter X and, and decide for, your, for yourself. Uh, Matt, I got to ask you a question. This is about, um, this is about how to handle something. Uh-oh. Um, today... Uh, Urban One, you know that's that's the company that owns WIBC. Uh, they're having their uh, their Christmas party. I think it is. I think it's a staff party. Right. It's going on today. How so fun. Uh, uh, they're they're having. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say where. But they're having it outside the the the, the building, and uh, and it, it, it it's it's uh, it's happening. And they're like, definitely stop by. Take a little time away from work. Stop by, have a drink, be social, and and uh, the way that that the the email came from the market manager uh, Dion Levingston, uh, it it kind of made me think that uh, he really wants people to show up because he said I expect you to be there. Uh, kind of. Right. Kind of. Yeah, it did actually say, I do expect you to attend and have a good time. <laughs> so not only do you have to show up, you're going to damn well like it. you got to like it. <laughs> That's awesome. You'll get nothing um, like it. Uh, do you, do you, does, does that mean I have to show up? I think if the effort was made, that would be fine, um, which is a really dumb answer. Um, I... I this is a good chance for you to go and meet all the new people. Remember, we were used to be one company, and then another company bought us last summer, and now there are all these new people. So, yeah, I would go just to be able to say hi to everybody. You don't have to stay long, and I know it's a hike from Carmel down to Speedway, but it, it, you go to these things, you go to these holiday parties, not so much for yourself 
uh, but for the other people that want to see you, you know, so uh, other people might be dealing with this too. Yeah, you, okay. you need to go. First, I was very specific about not saying where it was, and then you bring up Speedway. So I didn't give the location. Right, you didn't give the address. <laughs> no, right, might might as well be right there on Main Street. I it don't know. Could be on the track. <laughs> could be. I don't know. I don't know where it is. Uh, but so so you think that it's a, it's an important thing to go to. And meet people and have your face be seen. Absolutely. Right? And to see other people, see who you're going to work with. I mean, you build relationships. You know, you say, hey, I'm in this with you. That kind of thing. Um, uh, so, so I guess the question is, are you going? No. Hell no. Ha! So. <laughs> no. So now now I'm supposed to go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have time. I, I, wait, wait. <laughs> Have I have time? Because producer Jonathan already texted. He's like, yeah, I'm not going. Don't even be ridiculous. <laughs> not doing that. We're all going to get fired. Great. All I know is they're they're throwing a party and, and like they're trying to be kind. And here's everybody like, uh, eh. eh. I can't do it. Navigating the two shows I work on is uh, kind of a precarious ecosystem here tony we have to be really efficient you know right so i have an excuse you know well i have an excuse i have a cold <laughs> <laughs> now you, you have you've sold it well with it with talking about the cough all week you've done a good job uh, that, yeah. this was all subterfuge <laughs> well done. i was laying a groundwork for what's happened all right so so i i'm, I'm gonna try and go but i don't know good on you yeah. Until the last yeah, You should part. be there. Well, I, You've got free time. You can do your push-ups while you're there. I, yeah, but it, it's going to look weird, I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, that, but you know, process, uh, you know, maybe people will join in. You'll start a, a fitness revolution. <laughs> start a push-up team. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, 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 uh, that's Matt Bear yeah. letting you know, uh, uh, Urban One, he won't be there. I'm going to. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I I, I want to be there. I, I want to meet everybody, but I, I I just don't feel it's it's pragmatic for me to in the middle of the week to go do that, you know. Hmm. But okay. now I feel really bad. Now I feel kind of awful. I guess my work here is done. I'm covering my face. This Saturday, Premier Arms in Brownsburg is the place to be. Eat, drink, smoke will be live from Premier Arms, thirty seven fifty four South Green Street. We will be tasting bourbon provided by Hotel Tango Distillery. We're going to be doing samples uh, over there at PA Jewelers, the jewelry store. 10% of every purchase will go to HVAF, helping veterans and families. They will be on site so you can learn about them. Going to be fantastic. Copies of Let's Go Barbecue and Let's Go Bourbon available for sale. The perfect Christmas stocking stuffer. The jewelry, the firearms, the bourbon. Uh, I'm going to make sure some food is there as well. And you, oh, and we'll be smoking cigars because America is awesome. Thank you. You see, Urban One, that's how you throw a party. That's how you get it done. Premier Arms, this Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m., in Brownsburg, we're just gonna we're just gonna get together and have some fun. You, you don't have to pay anything to show up. If you want to give a donation to helping veterans and families, we'd appreciate it. You want to bring the whole family? That's right. Husbands bring the wives. Wives bring the husbands. Some of you will look at firearms. Some of you will look at jewelry, and then you'll switch. 
and you can get some incredible gifts, incredible prices, and of course, uh, provide, you'll be helping out, helping veterans and families, and you'll taste some amazing bourbon that you can then go get at your favorite liquor store and have for the holidays perfect gift as well local businesses serving local helping veterans there is nothing better people nothing better premier arms in brownsburg is where we will be this live eat drink smoke event 3754 south green street be sure to be there this saturday from 3 to 6 p.m i'll see you there tony katz 93 wibc good morning President Biden letting Israel know that the window is closing. The window is closing and you're losing world support. You have to change how you're doing things. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has a tough decision to make. He was in Washington, this was yesterday afternoon, saying, quote, I think he has to change. And with this government, this government Israel is making it very difficult for him to move. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This isn't the first time we've heard this. This idea that the calls for ceasefire are growing and growing and that Israel is becoming increasingly isolated. This was the Associated Press just yesterday. Israel and the United States on Tuesday showed their sharpest public disagreement yet over the conduct and future of the war against Hamas as the two allies became increasingly isolated by global calls for a ceasefire. May we be honest with each other if the Associated Press won't be. Uh, Israel is not isolated by calls for a, a ceasefire. They are isolated by being Jews. Now that we understand the baseline... We can go forward with the rest of the conversation, which is, screw them. Israel has its own decision to make. Can it live with terrorists as a neighbor? And they've answered, no. They've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. And then they tried and tried and tried. And then 1,200 plus Israelis were murdered, slaughtered, raped, beheaded, yes, beheaded, and set on fire. And they said, okay, this clearly isn't going to work. Now you have to go. Calls for ceasefire or calls for support of Hamas. Whether it comes from Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, or anybody else. Any member of the squad, like Andre Carson. Andre Carson has shown his support for Hamas, and certainly his hatred for Israel, never mind Jews. You know what the Republican Party in Indiana has done? Yeah, I don't know either. You know how many people they're going to run against him? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, either. You know how many resources they've tried to marshal in order to be able to take on a guy who clearly is supporting a terrorist organization? Yeah, I don't know either. You think they're actually going to be supportive of a candidate? You think they're actually going to run somebody seriously? Now, our best bet is to get Democrats in Indianapolis to recognize that, look, the Republican Party in Marion County is a bunch of dopey dope dopes. 
Not that I want them to be, but they haven't moved at all on this subject. No press releases on this subject. Not a single one that I've seen. Hold on. Maybe maybe it's my fault. Right? Marion County, Indiana, GOP. Maybe I maybe it's 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 wrong for me to think that they would reach out to me with statements. I now have to go to them. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know where I I look up media statements. I'm on their site. I got I got a newsletter. I don't know. Do I, do I click newsletter? No, there, there's no place for press releases. Fantastic. Good. Oh God. So we got to rely on Democrats to want to vote for a different Democrat. Just vote for a different Democrat. Could you vote for somebody who just doesn't hate Jews? It's not too much to ask. We can at least agree on this, right? You shouldn't hate groups of people for the blood that runs through their vein or the color of their skin. So, let's not do that. But Israel's not isolated because they're not listening to calls for a ceasefire. They're isolated because they're just not willing to die. That's reality. And I know people uh, are all supportive. You know, Joe Biden has been so supportive. And uh, he says all the, 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 the right things. And, and he says during the big Hanukkah celebration, I am a Zionist. And what am I supposed to do with your words, Joe Biden? You don't call out your own party. You keep talking about how Israel is isolating itself. I am a Zionist. So you believe that Israel has the right to exist and Israel has the right to defend itself, which is, well, Zionism. Me, Tony Katz, I'm a Zionist. But when you're the president, it's not met by any action towards your own party. A party full of bigots. So I don't know what to take from it. Don't, get it. don't get it twisted. These people who are calling for ceasefire are really calling to cease Israel. It's that easy to understand.